You are listening to the weekly podcast of Impact Worship Center in Mableton, Georgia. We pray you enjoy today's message. If you know you're going to make it through tonight, lift up your hands. If you know that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord, to them who are the called according to his purpose, y'all lift up your hands and wave. Why am I waving, Bishop? I'm waving the problems of this year. Bye-bye. I'm waving the troubles of this year. Bye-bye. Now, when you finish waving, do like this. <laughs> I'm, welcoming, I'm welcoming in joy and peace and strength in the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus that comes to me now. Somebody say joy, strength, and peace in the Holy Ghost. If you receive it on tonight, put your blessed hands together and give God praise in the house. There are so many exciting things that we are doing at this great church. We are building out our Impact Academy. Come on, bless God. It will be finished from the first quarter of 2024 and we're looking to open our doors this coming school year amen around august 2024 we're looking to be fully operational amen as a matter of fact this year we purchased some property some new land some territory for the kingdom it's on the opposite side of dollar general and we're going to put an impact plaza over there Come on, come on. This this community is a food desert. We want to put a Papa John's pizza over there. We want to put a Jimmy John's sandwich shop over there. We're talking about putting possibly some type of smoothie. What smoothie bar you like going to? Smoothie King? We'll see what they're talking about. We'll see, we'll see. This is a prime area. Now, now my faith, I have, I have Prozac type faith. You know, you got to medicate my faith if you want to stop. It's always moving. It's always, it's agitated. I'm always growing and evolving in the things of God. Here it is. I'm always pleasing God. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please. You can come to church all you want. You can quote scriptures from Genesis to Revelation, but if you're not operating in faith, you're not bringing God any pleasure. God desires for you to believe him. God desires for you to take him at his word. Amen. Yeah, yeah. Someone say, it will come to pass. It will come to pass. And I'm not just talking about the blessings and the promises of this corporate house coming to pass. There are some promises that God has made for your house that will come to pass in year 2024 the year of more maturity movement and manifestation of miracles now i cannot claim that blessing for your house i can only speak for this corporate house and for the jones household you got to speak for the mouse the moss household you got to speak for the jackson household you got to speak for the johnson household you got to speak for the bryant and the evans household do i have anybody in this house who can say like joshua as for me and my house we going to serve the Lord. Come on, y'all ain't talking back to me. Say, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Amen. Can you all help me 
um, bless and celebrate the most beautiful woman in my life, the beautiful first lady of this church. I am in love with only one woman. I only have two children from one wife. And baby, you sure make me glad that God made me a man. Thank you for the way that you love me. Come here, give me a kiss, girl. You don't make over there. You're about to distract me. I appreciate you, baby. Thank you for the way that you love me. And you take care of our children. Amen. Are you ready for a word? Are you ready for a word? Now, I believe that God has something special, supernatural, and spectacular in store for us on tonight. But I need to know if you're hungry. Because if you place a demand that's on the anointing, I believe that God will speak in a very unprecedented way in this house. Someone say, speak, Lord. Come on, talk back to me and say, speak, Lord. And we will hear what the Spirit is speaking to this church turn your bibles to psalm 91 psalm 91 psalm 91 and for those of you who are streaming live tonight via youtube and facebook we appreciate you we celebrate you hang with us until the very end i promise you you will be blessed psalm 91 i'm going to read verses 14 through 16 until you're hearing when you have it say amen when you have it, say amen. amen. Psalm 91, verse 14 says, Because he set his love on me, therefore I will save him. I will set him securely on high, because he knows my name. He confidently trusts and relies on me knowing I will never abandon him no never he will call upon me God says and I will answer him he will call upon me God says and I will answer him he will call on me God says and I will answer him I will be with him in trouble I will rescue him and honor him with a long life I will satisfy him and I will let him see my salvation on tonight I want us to go back up to verse 15 the first portion of that verse where scripture says he she my child will call upon me and I will answer him on tonight as Holy Spirit shall guide I'm going to teach and preach from this theme and topic Spirit of the Lord speak to me Spirit of the Lord speak to me we have a lot of people speaking to us on Facebook a lot of people speaking to us on Twitter and Instagram and I believe that one reason we're acting out of godly character is because we're hearing and listening to too many voices. Faith cometh by hearing, hearing by the word of God. When God speaks, your whole life will change. 
and the fact of the matter is God is speaking but we can't hear him because we have so much clutter in our lives worry trying to compete with people who are lying to us through filters on social media be who God has called you to be unapologetically and when God speaks to you obey his voice someone open up your mouth and as loud as you can say say speak Lord speak Lord say spirit of the Lord speak to me you may be seated in the presence and the power of our living Lord the world is hungry today it yearns to hear a prophetic voice a voice that speaks with accurate insight and understanding as to the capacity of our future. I'm able to qualify this statement in quantifiable terms in that the psychic industry is a billion dollar industry that has a 3% annual growth rate. It is unfortunate but earnestly true that both saints and sinners are tapping into this satanic source asking questions and desperately desiring an answer what is my purpose what does the future hold for me will I be successful and if so God how long will it take will I find love Will I find happiness? What should be my next move? Should I go back to school? Should I start the business? Should I fire my employer and become my own boss? These are all legitimate questions that the curious and conscious soul desires to have answered. The problem is, when it comes to our destiny, we cannot go to demonic sources for divine insight. We can't get divine direction from having dialogue with demons. The Bible says in Leviticus 20 and 6, if a person turns to mediums, people who communicate between the living and the dead, and necromancers, witches or warlocks God says I will set my face against that person and will cut him off from among his people Galatians 5 20 and 21 says idolatry sorcery enmity strife jealousy fits of anger and things like these I warn you as I warned you before those who do such things will not inherit the kingdom of God 2 Corinthians 11 and 14 says, Satan himself masquerades. He disguises himself as an angel of light. Concerning secondary spiritual sources, they are able to speak elements of truth, but their truth becomes perverted because it comes from a contaminated source. Ask your neighbor, neighbor, 
Are you seeking truth from a, a contaminated source? We see this in scripture in Acts chapter 16 starting at verse 16 the bible says that 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 that, that, that paul or, or peter was on his way with his homies to the temple to pray and the bible says that that there was a damsel there was a damsel who who had a spirit of divination she was a fortune teller she was a soothsayer the bible says that she was good at what she did because she brought her masters much gain Bible says that she followed Paul and Silas day after day saying these are men of the most high God who will show us the way to salvation. Now the Bible says after enduring this agitation for days Paul got sick and tired of the spirit and he turned to the woman and rebuked the spirit and said in the name of Jesus come out and she came out immediately. Huh? Why did Peter get upset. No, Paul. Was it Paul or Peter? Why, thank you for helping me preach. Why did Paul get upset? I'm human, forgive me. I got some bad energy up front. We'll be all right. Somebody said, Paul. You knew who I was talking about. Got sick of that spirit. And he turned and rebuked it. And you got to ask the text, why? Did Paul rebuke the girl even though she was telling the truth? You got to understand that during this season, there will be a, a straight up distinction between the divine and a demonic source. There is a difference between the church and the world and during this season, God will not allow a demon spirit to hijack divine credibility. And I rewind and I play it again. During this season, God will not allow a demon spirit to hijack divine credibility. If the world and the church are the same, one of us is unnecessary. There must be a difference between the world and the church. Come out from among them and be ye separate and touch not the unclean thing, says the Lord, and then I will receive you unto myself. God says he wants to embrace you, but you have too much unconfessed sin in your life. God says he wants to take you to a new level in him, but he doesn't want you to end up embarrassing him and the church because you have too many skulls in your closet that you go back to revisit too often. Now we all have sin and come short of the glory of God, but there is a problem when you make your resolve in unrighteousness. I'm not talking about having a struggle because we all have idiosyncrasies and eccentricities that we have to matriculate through during this life, but it must remain a struggle until God delivers but you can never become comfortable in your sin. For the wages, oh God, for the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life. Now when I start talking about sin, it gets real quiet. Gets real quiet because we're not used to preachers telling us that sin is wrong. 
It's wrong to be married, to be, to be living with some like you're married, but you ain't married. Oh, God. Oh, God. It's about to get real. I remember a long time ago. Somebody said a long time ago. I had a member who called me, and he was having a conversation with me, and he was talking about how things were not working in the relationship that he was in, and he was shacking up with a woman. And he was asking me for my pastoral advice. I said, you do know I'm a pastor, right? You do know that I preach from the Bible, right? Well, there's no, there's, no, there's no scripture. I don't know why I'm going this way. There's no scripture. I don't know why I'm going this way. There's a scripture. I don't know why I'm going this way. There's no scripture that says, don't shack up. There is a scripture that says, abstain from the very appearance of evil. There is a scripture that says, flee fornication. And, and you ain't living up in that house. <laughs> Getting out of the shower with your robe on and with your, and you ain't nobody doing nothing. I don't believe that. So during this season, say amen if you can. So during this season, you got to make it right. Woman, if you good enough to play house with, you good enough to make a house with. I ain't gonna kid. He, he, can't, he can't whoop me. I got security all around me and I ain't no punk. Run up here if you want to. I'll bless you real good in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Look at your neighbor say, neighbor, get it right. The Bible says the man that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. What you worried about, man? Now, remember that movie? Oh, 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 what was the name of it? The Last Dragon. With Bruce Leroy. Remember that movie, Cameron? Remember that movie? Y'all remember Show Enough? And, and Show Enough, had, he had that glow. And it wasn't until the end of the movie until Leroy realized that he had the real glow. And then, and then Show Enough, he began to fight and his, his glow began to zig zig and just, just begin to flutter and sputter. See, that, that's, that's what you, that's when you shack up with people. That's what your glow looks like. It's sporadic. It's hit or miss. But when you legitimize the relationship, the favor of God will begin to flow in your life. So, so in 2024, some of y'all need to go to the courthouse. In 2024, some of y'all need to call my office and say, Pastor, we want to come in for some premarital counseling because we want to do it God's way. And I'm not your pastor. I'm not a man of God if I don't tell you to get your stuff together. Oh, God, you might not come back no more, but I got you here now. Why do you want to block the blessings that comes when you obey the word of God? See, many of us don't believe the word. We believe what we think about it. I'm going to try it on this side. Many of us don't believe the word. We believe what we think about it. And so of all, it sounds like this. Yeah, but. Yeah, but. It's your but that's keeping you from being blessed. 
Y'all do know I'm a little bit crazy, right? I ain't scared of y'all, right? It's your butt that's keeping you. If you be willing and obedient, Scripture says, you will eat the good of the land. There must be a difference between the church and the world. And during this season, God will not allow a demon spirit to hijack divine credibility. Why? Because God is our maker. He is our creator. We are his creation. Scripture says in Genesis 1, 26 and 27, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth so God created man in his image in the image of God created he him male and female created he them Psalm 103 says know ye that the Lord he is God it is he that hath made us and not we ourselves look at your name and say I belong to God God is our maker. God is our creator. We are his creation. And because we are his creation, in order for us to fulfill our purpose in life, he must be our communication source. Someone says, Spirit of the Lord, speak to me. God wants to speak to you. God wants, how many of you want to hear from God? Come on, come on, I'm trying to help you. How many of you need to hear from God? Don't you realize that one word from the Lord is all you need? You don't need another thuses and thous and wherefore and therefore. All you need to hear is yes or no. Stop or go. Say, Lord, speak to me. God wants to speak to you. And I want to give you six reasons why God wants to speak to you. Number one, he wants you to know that his love for you does not change because of your behavior. Oh boy, some of y'all need to be jumping up and shouting out long through there. Because the way you act in traffic is good to know that your dysfunction does not disqualify you from your date with destiny. Number two, he won't speak to you because he desires to give you definite and distinct direction. He wants you to know where to go. When to go. He won't speak to you, number three, because he wants to give you comfort and assurance. Um, he won't speak to you because he desires, watch this, to bring you to a place of unshakable stability. Is there anybody in this place who wants some of that in your life? He wants to speak to you, watch this, because he wants to anchor your soul in truth. Wanda, he won't speak to you because he wants to bring you to a position of faith that will deny the facts. Is there anybody in this place who has a type of faith that can deny the facts? It may be a fact that your bank account looks low, but the truth is the blessings of the Lord maketh rich and they addeth no sorrow. Is there anybody in this place, um, the facts may be that you may have gotten an unfavorable doctor's report, but the, the truth is uh, um, healing is the children's bread. Is there anybody in this, y'all ain't talking back to me, y'all still mad, get over it. This ain't nothing, but the truth is going to make you free. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, you got to understand that faith will deny the facts. I, I, I don't care what the facts are. Tell me what the truth is. Because truth will help me overcome the facts. Now, do I have anybody who can wave your hands and say, God, thank you for truth? 
the truth of your power, the truth of your salvation, the truth of your life, the truth of your death, the truth of your resurrection, the truth of your ascension. And because you got up and ascended, so can I. Is there anybody in this place? I feel the Holy Ghost. Is there anybody in this place who knows in 2024 God is going to resurrect some things in your life? Your joy may have died, but God's going to raise it up. Your peace may have died, but God's going to raise it up. Your confidence in yourself may have died, but God's going to raise it up. Your vision, your dream may have died, but if you can trust God in 2024, he'll raise it up and it will live again. Oh, open up your mouth and say yes. God wants me to believe truth over facts. Sit down, sit down. Hearing from God means to be sensitive to the leading and direction of the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice and the voice of another, the voice of a stranger, they will not follow. You must understand, hear me and hear me well, our victories in life are determined by our ability to hear what the Spirit of God wants us to do and then obeying his voice. Now, if truth be told, this is not always easy. Am I the only control freak in the house? <laughs> Am I the only one who wants to know what God is doing? Maybe it's just me, but I, well, pray for me. Am I the only one who, who, who sometimes goes back and forth with God? Oh, let me. Am I the only one who thinks that sometimes I know what's better for myself more than God? Do I have any honest folk up in this place? Don't you know that God knows what's best for you? And see, that's why we learn how to yadah. Um, the word yadah is a Hebrew word um, of praise. It means to lift up your hands. And every time you lift up your hands, you take your hands off of what God's hands need to be on. I, I need to know if there's somebody in the house tonight who wants to yadah. I know you know how to shabbat, but can you yadah? Can you take your hands off of it and trust God to do it? God is obligated to make himself clear when he speaks to you. Otherwise, he cannot hold you accountable to the plan he has for your life. The principle is this. You cannot hold someone accountable for what you have failed to communicate. You cannot hold someone accountable for what you have failed to communicate. God is speaking, but are you able to hear? Are you distracted? Are you too busy? Are you unconcerned because you know he's going to say something that you don't want to hear. See, we get real deep. We get real deep when God tells us something we don't want to hear or we know the answer and we want to, that's what we want to speak in tongues and we want to pray when we already have the answer. Watch this. We want to procrastinate and we lie and say, I'm waiting on God. No, God's waiting on you. See, this is a season in which we got to be real with ourselves. Isaiah 65 and 24 says, Before they call, I will answer. While they are still speaking, I will hear them. Our text says, Because you love me, when you call upon me, I will answer. And I begin to think about my daughter, Tiana, a few months ago. 
her Nina was here and daddy was in uh, I was in the office here at the church and I was studying and preparing myself to preach the word and 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 Tiana called me and and Nina said baby don't 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 call your daddy he's studying and, and, and Tiana said uh, Nina um, when I call my dad he always takes my calls um, 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 and I want to know if there's anybody in the house tonight who knows that God is never too busy to take your call. Old school, you say, um, um, Jesus on the main line. Um, um, tell him what you want. Um, call him up and tell him what you want. See, 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 Tiana, first of all, knows that her daddy loves her. And because daddy loves her and she loves her daddy, I'm never too busy to take her call. Can I tell you something? God loves you. God appreciates the creation that you are, and he always has time for his child. Look at your neighbor and say, God always has time for his child. Because you love me, when you call upon me, I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Now, there are some ways that God speaks to us, Elder Lori. He speaks to us sometimes in an audible voice. Now, I don't need any of that in my life. I would rather God speak to me by giving me peace. I would rather God speak to me through his word. I don't need to hear anything audibly. You know, maybe, maybe you can handle that, but, but I'm good. But God will speak to you audibly. God will speak through visions and dreams. God will speak through the inward witness of the Holy Ghost through convictions. God will speak to you through the visitation of angels, just ask Mary. God will speak to you through his word and God will speak to you through other trustworthy godly people. Now, If you want to prepare to hear God's voice, there are certain things you got to do. You got to pray. You got to consecrate. Prayer prepares your spirit. Consecration prepares your mind. And then you got to deny your flesh through fasting or abstaining from different things that your flesh may desire. Because when you subjugate your flesh, you put your spirit on display to be filled by God. And then you got to eliminate distractions. You got to eliminate distractions, those people who try to distract you from what it is that you know you should be doing with your life. Open up your mouth and say, Spirit of the Lord, speak to me. Hearing God's voice is important. Prophecy is important. And the primary purpose of the prophetic ministry is to strengthen, encourage, and comfort believers. The purpose of prophecy is to edify, to take you higher as a result of having heard from God. It's impossible to hear from God and not go higher. It's impossible to hear from God and not gain proper perspective. It's impossible to hear from God and not go deeper in your destiny. Someone says, Spirit of the Lord, speak to me. This is the season God says that I will speak clearly to those who are in position and in tune to hear what the Spirit is saying to my people, to my church. 
God says, you will hear him clearly, watch this, so clearly that it will produce a confidence in you that you've never experienced in your life. God says, during this season, God says, during this season, the voice of prophecy shall reveal three things. Are you ready for it? During this season, the voice of prophecy shall reveal Three things. Number one, the trajectory of God. Number two, the timing of God. Number three, the truth of God. Someone say the trajectory of God. This has to do with the course, the route, the track, or the path you must take. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Elder Brown, we've said it a couple of times tonight. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your path. So, uh, Psalm 37 and 23 says the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delights in his way. Someone say the trajectory of God. God is going to, to aim you in the right direction. God is going to lead you down the right path, the path to peace, the path to power, the path, the path to, to joy in the Holy Ghost. Do you want to go? God says he is changing the trajectory of your life and you will hit your target on time. Don't worry about the years that you've wasted because God has the power to redeem the time. I hear Holy Ghost saying, what it took your forefathers 40 years to do, you would do it in four. What it took them 30, you would do it in three. What it took them 20, you would do it in two. What it took them 10, you would do it in one. Why? Because God has the power to redeem the time. He is not confined by time because he is eternal. He is the first, he is the last. He is the Alpha and the Omega and the journey in between. And God says all he wants you to do is trust him with the trajectory. Trust him with the path. Trust him with the course. Trust him with the direction. Someone say the trajectory of God. And then the next thing that prophecy is going to reveal is the timing of God. Someone say the timing of God. See, you can have the right opportunity at the wrong time and miss God. The miracle of God is often attached to the timing. Excuse me, so the miracle of God is often attached to the timing. What do you mean? When we were believing God for this facility, there were many faith fights we had to win. Now, I remember very distinctly, Lady T, our architect, Mike Beddingfield, and, and our contractor, Lawrence, can't think of Lawrence's last name, but they went to a meeting that was being held at the Cobb County Development Center. And the meeting was time sensitive because if we didn't have certain papers signed, the bank was no longer willing to do the deal with us. And they told my architect and my contractor when they got to the office that the person whose signature they needed was not there. He was going on vacation. 
He was gone on vacation. It was a Friday afternoon around 3 o'clock, and if we didn't get that paper signed, Elder Emma, the deal was dead. And they told us that the man who had the signature was out of town. Mike Bedingfield and Lawrence were standing up in that room and they called me and said pastor I'm so sorry but we're not going to be able to get the job done and then he said wait a minute hold up the man just walked in and, and the man said I was on my way to the airport and I realized that there was something I needed that I left in my office Don't tell me that the miracle is not attached with the timing because I got a testimony that'll prove you wrong. And then God used that opportunity to show my architect and my contractor that this was a God thing. Tell somebody this is a God thing. Oh, no, no, you talking to the wrong neighbor. Say, neighbor, say this is a God thing. Want another story? A testimony? You can't tell it, let me tell it. We were starting and preparing to do or build out Elder Wayne, the Impact Academy. I was supposed to have a meeting, Elder Laurie, with the contractors. Millie T got up early and we came to the church to meet with them. And then I got a text message after the meeting was supposed to start that he wasn't going to be able to make it. I was hot. Wasting my time, man. I could have done something else with my day. Lady T tried to calm me down. She said, let me take you to, to lunch. <laughs> so we went to lunch. Went to lunch. I noticed there was a brother who kept looking at me. And you know, when men look at me for a long time, I start getting nervous. <laughs> looking at me, right? So, after we finished eating, I left, walked outside, and he came too. And he said, Bishop Jones? I said, yeah. He said, you may not know me, but I know you. I said, where you know me from? He said, I know you from your daddy's church back in Jacksonville, Florida. All People International Church. I said, you know, you really know, you know, I said, yeah, you know me. He said, we've always appreciated your father's ministry, and we even follow you here in the city. He said, as a matter of fact, I live right around the corner from your church. I said, we're excited about some things God is doing. He said, well, well pastor, he said, um, I work here, and he said, I'm on the board of the Cobb County school system. I said, you, you, you what? He said, I sit on the board of the Cobb County school system. I said, brother, we are building the Impact Academy. I begin to tell him it's going to be a place where we empower children today to be leaders tomorrow. We're going to infuse them with the confidence and the competence of Christ. And I need your help. He said, pastor, whatever you need, just call me and I'll walk you through the process. The miracle of God is attached to the timing. I got 
got one more for you. You ain't going to believe this. I got one more. You ain't going to believe this. This just happened last Thursday, last Friday, last Friday, last Friday. We're coming back from West Palm Beach. And we, we, we shifted so many cultures or so many um, atmospheres and environments, we need to get some, some supplements. I need some echinacea. I need some, some oregano oil. Make sure that when I'm preaching, I ain't sneezing and coughing on y'all. There's a, there's a, a deal that, that we're working on. There's a deal. And there is one person that we've been looking for and trying to get in contact with that I couldn't get in contact. I didn't have his number. Need to talk to the brother. Need to share my vision with him, right? So, so we first stopped at Walgreens on Main Street. They had no echinacea, no oregano oil. Then I went to the Walgreens on Dunn Avenue. No echinacea, no oregano oil. Then I went to the Publix Pharmacy on Dunn Avenue in Jacksonville, Florida. And they didn't have any echinacea. They didn't have any oregano oil. But as I walked out the door, guess who was walking in? The man that I needed to talk to. The now, you may think that's happen chance, but I know better. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and God wants to connect you with the right people for the right time and situation that will produce the right result. Stand up on your feet, y'all. Stand up, stand up. Stand up, stand up, y'all. God says, as you step, he will lead you in the right direction. Did you hear me? As you step, God will lead you in the right direction, but you got to be going somewhere. You got to have faith. Watch this. Not just to quote scripture, but to do scripture. How many scripture doers do I have in the house today? How many people trust God to the point where you will begin to take action and obey the voice of God? Open up your mouth and say, God, where your spirit leads me, I will follow. Say, God, where your spirit leads me, I will follow put your hands together and give god praise in this place during this season the voice of prophecy shall reveal three things the trajectory of god the timing of god and don't miss this one the truth of god hear this the truth of god concerning who is for you and what is for you god says tell them the spirit of deception is being discerned, detected, and dismissed. There are those who the enemy has assigned to your life who are trying to deceive you, who are trying to trick you. But God says, during this season, the spirit of deception is being discerned, detected, and dismissed. God is revealing the truth, the heart, the motive of a person or thing early so that time, energy, resources, and faith will not be wasted. Open up your mouth and say, my time, my energy, my emotions, my resources, my faith will not be wasted.
God says, and this is your word for this year. This is your word for this year. This is your prophecy for this year. God says 2024, the year more. Someone scream maturity. Someone scream maturity. Someone scream maturity. God says he is maturing your mouth, your mentality, and your mission. Open up your mouth and say, God is maturing my mouth my mentality and my mission as it relates to God maturing your mouth God says you will become more sagacious that's just a big word that simply means wise you will become more sagacious or wise in your mouth you will become more sensical and you will become more strategic someone say I will become more wise with my mouth I will become more sensical with my mouth which means you're gonna start talking and it makes sense you're gonna stop speaking and flying off from your emotions and you're gonna to begin to think before you speak God says he's maturing your mouth. He's making it more sagacious. He's making it more sensical. He's making it more strategic. God says, weigh your words carefully. For during this season, your words will produce a rapid return. God says, weigh your words carefully. For during this season, your words will produce a rapid return return someone said God is maturing my mouth and then God is maturing your mentality you're going to adopt the words of Paul when he wrote in 1st Corinthians 13 and 11 he says when I was a child I spoke like a child I understood like a child and I thought like a child but when I became a man I put away all childish things someone say maturity in my mouth in my mentality in my mission during this season God says you're going to go after all things God there's some things you've been pursuing that are beneath you there's some things that you have been giving your intention your attention to that you outgrow 10 years ago God says during this year he is maturing your mission you will begin to pursue things that are on the level in which you're supposed to be open up your mouth and say God mature my mouth mature my mind and mature my mission give God praise in the house this is your word impact someone scream movement someone scream movement God says during this season at the Lori, you got to make big, bold faith moves. Someone said during this season, I will make big, bold faith moves. God said tell them that they're moving into their wealthy place. <laughs> Who am I talking to? God says because you've been faithful all the few things Deacon Evans he's going to make you ruler over many God says tell them I'm moving them into their wealthy place there is someone in our midst I prophesy to you that because God can trust you with it he's going to make you a millionaire in 2024 
I don't know what tither I'm talking to. If you ain't tithing, stop clapping your hands. I ain't talking to you. I don't know what offering giver, what seed sower, what kingdom-minded person I'm talking to who can handle millions and that you won't walk away from God. God says, during this season, he's moving you <laughs> into your wealthy place. God also says, during this season, watch this, he's moving you into your place of godly confidence. Things you back down from yesterday you ain't gonna back down no more he says he says I will be your confidence and keep your feet from being taken he's moving you into your wealthy place he's moving you into your place of godly confidence and number three he's moving you into the greatness of your oil the anointing upon your life is great. It's mighty and everybody knows it but you. The devil knows it. As a matter of fact, most often the devil believes in us more than we believe in ourselves. That's why he fights against us so consistently and adamantly. I'm about to say something real strange if you could ever believe in yourself and the God working through you as much as the devil does you'll go to the next level tomorrow what do you mean pastor the devil believes in my anointing because he fights so hard to keep you from operating in it God says during this season he's moving you into the greatness of your oil look at your neighbor say neighbor your oil is great say neighbor your anointing is great. Someone say maturity. Say movement. Say manifestation of miracles. God gave me this for you. He said concerning manifestation of miracles, I'm going to bless them in three ways. Someone say souls, sales, seed. God says concerning miracles, I'm going to bless you in three ways. Someone say sales, someone say souls, sales, see. God says because of the upcoming economic, political, and social stress that this country is about to experience, souls will begin to seek salvation. The only true answer. Something is about to hit this country that it has never experienced before. It's going to bring America to her knees, but it's not going to affect those of us who are connected to the kingdom. It's not going to touch those of us who have put our trust in God. Some trust in chariots, some trust in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Save Lord, let the king hear us when we call. God says, God says, souls are going to begin to flood anointed houses of God because salvation will quickly become the only answer. Someone say souls. Then God said he's going to bless in the area of sales. He said the time to excel in entrepreneurship and marketplace ministry is now now is the time to do it on a whole 
new level. Entrepreneurs, raise your hand. God help me. I said raise your hands, entrepreneurs. God says this is your time to believe. This is your time. I don't care about it not working yesterday, last year, 10 years ago. I just told you most often the miracle of God is attached to the timing of God. You weren't ready for it then, but you're ready for it now. Don't go weary and well doing. For in due season you shall reap if you faint. Now God says now is the time. And during this year we're going to have different empowerment sessions where we're going to equip and empower entrepreneurs to be the businessmen and businesswomen that God has called you to be for his name's sake for the kingdom I said for his name's sake and for the kingdom look at your neighbor say neighbor in ministry we're going after souls say in business we're going after the bag You find you somebody who act like they ain't hating on you and said, did you hear what I said? Look at somebody, did you hear what I said? Say in ministry, we're going after souls. But in business, we're going after the bag. Because a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Beloved, I would above all that your soul prospers and be in good health. I believe that you would prosper and be in good health even as your soul prospers. God wants you wealthy. As a matter of fact, the Bible says, it is the Lord thy God who gives us the power to obtain wealth. God doesn't want you to be broke. I'm believing, Elder Brown, that God is equipping somebody and blessing someone to write a check to this church that would deem us debt free. And you're going to have so much wealth that it ain't going to be nothing but a tax write-off for you. We have two beloved members who are part of this church. And I'm going to tell this testimony because I got the mic and they gave me permission to tell it. A few weeks ago, two of our partners, both of them are physician, physicians. God supernaturally canceled $700,000 of student loan debt. Overnight, God made them $300,000 short of being millionaires. That, that's how you got to. The true definition of increase is the cutting away in order to advance forward. There's debt, there are high interest rates that God is cutting away so that he can advance his kingdom forward through you. says sales he said tell them don't hesitate don't procrastinate don't back down from success when you begin to experience hate while you benefit from your faith did you hear me don't hesitate don't procrastinate and don't back down from people who will express hate to you as you benefit from your faith am I talking to you Someone say souls, sales, seed. Come on, come on, say seed. Now God gave me this and said it will manifest itself in two ways. 
seeds sown into the ground your time your talent and your treasure God says it's going to bring forth magnificent harvest in this season and it's going to be multifaceted it's not just going to show up in terms of money it's going to show up in terms of peace and perspective it's going to show up in the form of ideas it's going to show up in the form of unity in your marriage it's going to show up in that your children who are once contrary are now going to be obedient it's going to show up in such a way where you had received a no in times past but now God is going to allow you to receive a yes come on somebody say yes Lord come on somebody say yes Lord God says seeds sown in the ground will yield a magnificent harvest and the second seed God said is your seed that is walking in the earth your children open up your mouth and say my child is blessed hear me parent especially those of you who are parents of children who are now adults God says things will begin to shift for your children he says some of them will begin to experience challenges that will cause them to return to Christ but here's your word you must understand that your intervention and your interference will only interrupt and intercept God's redirecting and God's rescue. He says, leave it alone. You've raised them. You put the word of God in them and now you've got to stand in faith. And that scripture says, train up a child in the way that it should go and when he's old, he will not depart from it. The word of God says, if you don't forget me, I won't forget your children. The word of God says, in the last days, saith the Lord, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Old men going to have dreams, young men going to have vision. I don't care what it looks like. If you put the seed of the word in them, the harvest of the word has to come out. God says, take your hands off. And trust him to do it open up your mouth one more time and say souls sales see because he has loved me therefore I will save him I will set him securely on high because he knows my name he confidently trusts and relies on me knowing that I will never abandon him God says no never he will call on me and I will answer him listen listen God is speaking God is speaking So often, Elder Emma, we come to church and we always praise, we always talk, but we never stop to listen. So for 60 seconds, for 60 seconds, I want you just to listen. Shh, because God is speaking. Giving you direction. 
giving you understanding giving you perspective reminding you as to how powerful you are so shh listen as he speaks say two words just say yes Lord say say yes Lord say Lord will you tell me to go I'll go what you tell me to do I'll do what you tell me to say I'll say it come on say yes Lord say yes Lord so where you lead me I'll follow if you tell me to stop I'll stop if you tell me to go I'll go if you tell me to help I'll help say yes Lord say yes Lord say yes Lord if you have a yes in your spirit put your hands together and give God praise in the place give God praise in this place give God praise in this house I said give God praise in the 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 house God is speaking to you God is speaking to you he's saying in 2024 I have more for you I have more grace I have more love I have more peace I have more joy have more resources look at your neighbor and say neighbor you've got to understand that God is doing it right now the very thing you've been praying about he's doing it right now the very thing you've been believing him for he's doing it right now say neighbor congratulations we're just two and a half hours away from a new year I feel like closing this thing and shutting it down Randy look at your neighbor and say oh neighbor congratulations you are about to make it through the most difficult year of your life but the reason you have to go through so much pain it's because the promise that God has for your life is gonna blow your mind look at your neighbor and tell them neighbor please understand that you're right where God wants you you're right 
what God wants you to be you're about to go higher you're about to go deeper you're about to get better you're about to get wiser he's increasing your oil he's increasing your anointing is there anybody here who can wave your hands and say pastor I didn't know if I was gonna make it I felt like throwing in the towel but look at me I'm here and I still have my joy I'm here and I still have my praise I got one testimony and that is God is a good God yes he is grab your neighbor grab him by the hand and shake that hand like you're gonna shake it off and say neighbor what the enemy meant for evil God fixed it and made it good that's why I praise him that's why I honor him that's why I adore him and please don't get it twisted I don't need your help I just don't want to be the only blessed one in the house look at your neighbor and say neighbor don't you dare let me be blessed by myself say neighbor do you have a testimony neighbor can you stand up and be a witness yeah is there anybody here who can wave your hands and say God is a good God yes he is yes he is he protects me from dangers seen and unseen he's such a good God that he protects me even from myself I tried to backslide and Holy Ghost said my soul I wanted to cuss you out but when I open up my mouth I begin to bless you is there anybody in this house who can say oh what a great change that has come over me and the Lord is speaking to my situation the Lord is speaking to your marriage the Lord is speaking to your mind the Lord is speaking to your money the Lord is speaking to your husband the Lord is speaking to your wife I prophesy that marriages will take place in year 2024 God says in this house there's somebody who's contemplating divorce God says you do not have permission to leave because you ain't perfect and he's using this marital process to build you up to teach you the power of forgiveness and just in case you don't like what you heard the spirit say God says your destiny is tied to your obedience because obedience is better than sacrifice oh shucks y'all I don't felt my anointing grab your neighbor grab him by the hand 
rock them and shake them. Shake them and rock them. I said rock them and shake them. I said shake them and rock them. And say neighbor, what are you going to do with your word? What are you going to do with your prophecy? Tell them year 2024, the year of more maturity, movement, manifestation of miracles. I wish I had somebody who was bold enough and bad enough to step out in the eyes and say, excuse me, I got to move from where I am. Do I have one sister soldier? Do I have at least one righteous roughneck who will step out and say, I'm going higher because I understand that when I step in faith, God is going to give me the land, every place that my feet shall tread upon. God's going to give it to me in order for your feet to tread you got to move look at your neighbor and say move some move some move some move some look at your neighbor and say neighbor you got to move something move out of depression move out of lack move out of a bad attitude you got to move and God says when you move you ain't got to move by yourself because goodness and mercy are following you all the days of your life and you shall dwell you shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever forever ever forever ever forever ever forever ever forever ever look at your neighbor and say I ain't going nowhere if you're down like four flat tires with Jesus say I Why you so resolved? Because every time I turn around, he keeps on. Ah, he keeps on blessing me. I'm blessed in the city. I'm blessed in the field. I'm blessed when I go out. I'm blessed when I come in. If you want to know my name, just call me blessed. Get your neighbor and say, neighbor, if you want to know my name, just call me blessed. All my blessed people begin to scream, I'm blessed. Randy, can I do it one time? Can I do it one time? For the last time in 2023, if you love him, say yeah. Say yeah. 
like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.